You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast, your home for odd news, hijinks, embarrassing stories about myself, John Long. And not so embarrassing stories about my <laughs> co-host Christopher Tiny Sullivan. How are you today, Chris? Doing all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't call you Chris that often. Uh, it was kind of weird. It is. It didn't weird. feel right. Yeah, I know. But we were just talking about Columbus right before we came on air. So yeah. Christopher Columbus uh, didn't want you to be associated with him. He's not getting a lot of good publicity these days. Scholars are divided on how to view Christopher Columbus, but he's definitely not a good guy. Well, from the own writing, his own writings and writings of those on his uh, voyages mm-hmm. did not seem like the nicest dude in the world. Right. You know, wasn't always on the up and up. He was definitely a product of his times, which I feel like Christopher Columbus's defenders, they'll say, well, hey, he was just, he was a man of that time. Sure. Yeah. You're getting a lot of that now. <laughs> but I got to say, I mean, I think <laughs> just because you grew up, and the rampant racism and horrible yeah. acts you did, right. just because that was common. Right. I, I'm not convinced that makes it okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's some things you just got to draw a line on. <laughs> yes. Right? Even, no matter what time period you're leaving, right. living in. So, But let's not get weighed into those waters again. <laughs> no. There's really been no regular news of note this week, no Supreme Court rulings or <laughs> Uh, protest or anything like that. We're just going to talk about odd news this week. So we are. Uh, how, well, first let's start off with how was your week? Uh, it was fine. Yeah. No, no biggies. Nothing happened. I can say we've got some irons in the fire for some upcoming stuff for the show. Okay. So that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Well, I had nothing to do with any of that, like always. So <laughs> congratulations to you, Tiny, for yeah. working hard to promote our podcast. <laughs> uh, I did nothing uh, spectacular this week except what I told you, which was I had a grown man crying in my office at one mm-hmm. point this week and uh, a very awkward conversation with his wife later. So, But I can't get into details on that in a public forum. So. Right. Uh, outside of that, I had a pretty normal week. So, what kind of stories do you have? Well, you want you want to you want to tease some of your your sure. Then I'll, then I'll oh, and you're just gonna it. kick it off. Yeah, I'm gonna kick it off. All right. Well, let's see. This week, I got a guy who's robbed a bank. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's normal Happens. stuff. Got a monkey on a rampage, <laughs> a drunk monkey on a rampage, which is always good, and. Let's just say there was a protester who's gotten herself in a little bit of trouble. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So why don't you kick us off? Well, I've got a burglar who was forced to call emergency services on himself. Okay. We're going to talk about the 2021 Ford Bronco, but 
top story. Top story. This is what I wanted to start off with right here. Okay. Guinness World Records reinstates Billy Mitchell's Donkey Kong and Pac-Man records. Oh, Billy Mitchell's a fraud. <laughs> now. Billy Mitchell's a fraud. I was about to say, a little bit of background. I think we have definitely talked about this story. We on, mentioned it. But we definitely talked more we about in, it in the We Patreon. went into depth on the Patreon right. show. Yes. But we have also mentioned it on the regular right. show. And in the Facebook group, too, yes. I think. Yeah. There's an old 2007 documentary called King of Kong. Mm-hmm. It was Fistful of Quarters. Fistful of Quarters. It was right. your recommendation for My the last, recommendation. last show. Yes. Last Patreon show, yes. I should say. So everyone needs to watch it. It's available for free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's supposed to be free on YouTube. But, but it hasn't been taken down It hasn't yet. been taken down, so watch it today. It's a great documentary about two grown men yeah. who are arch rivals <laughs> well, and fighting over who's got the highest score in the arcade game Donkey Kong. All right, well, look, our King Steve Weeby is not, <laughs> yes. he was just doing it for his own personal goal. Right. You know, he wasn't really out to get Billy Mitchell. Right. Billy Mitchell turned it into a rivalry by being a baby back and not even playing him or anything and acting yeah. like he's the coolest dude in the world. Well, here's the crazy thing, okay? This story is still going. Okay. It hasn't quit. It's been 13 years now. In 2018, Billy Mitchell was stripped of all his world records. Rightfully. <laughs> because there's a website called Twin Galaxies International <laughs> Scoreboard. That's they right. have become the de facto video game authorities yeah. on high scores in classic video games. Right. It was started by a guy named Walter Day. That's a he whole other wear, story. He, he loves to wear ref jerseys. <laughs> he does. And you can see him in the documentary. I can't stress enough to the people listening to this <laughs> how much you need to watch this documentary. <laughs> because if you're a nerd, I think it will bring some self-realization to you. <laughs> yes. And if you're in my camp, which is anti-nerd, <laughs> It is the one of the most hilarious documentaries ever. And it's not meant it's to not be hilarious. It's not trying to be funny, yeah. but it is pretty it's funny. It's a great opportunity to make fun of and laugh at other people. Well, anyway, Twin Galaxies, after looking at some of the tapes that he has submitted for his high scores and whatnot, they determined that he had been using an emulator right. when he was playing this game. Yeah, he's faking it. Now, what's the problem with an emulator? He's the problem it. with an emulator is, well, one, it. it's against the rules. That's you have right. to play on original arcade Hardware. Walter Day keeps things on the up and up. <laughs> yes. Okay. But also, you have save states. Yes, right. You can just save your game at a certain point, and right. then if you die, you can just load up that last save, and you could you could play through the entire right. game on one person just using save states. Our King Steve Weeby denied wiping his kid's butt <laughs> while he set his world record. Because he couldn't you know? pause the game. He couldn't pause the game. Because <laughs> right. he's, he's an honest person. Yes. <laughs> well... I was going to say that there's also a speedrunner on YouTube who goes by the handle Apollo Legend. Okay. He did an excellent video breaking down why they think he cheated. Okay. And like the, he went into the evidence of why his, why he doesn't think his scores were real. Yeah. So the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> I was going to say last year, yeah. Billy Mitchell sues Twin, Twin Galaxies for a million dollars for taking down his, Record. Scores for it, for, and given, and he was also banned for life, which you know I will admit I think that was a little bit, a little heavy handed. I don't know if you're cheating, you're cheating, <laughs> right? But anyway, the old uh, Mister Awesome or whatever probably got him banned for life. Wasn't that his did. name? The yes. guy that hates him? that was his rival before Steve Weeby. Yeah, right, far Steve less Weeby. on the up and up. <laughs> Steve Weeby is not his rival. He's a rival in Billy's mind, but I'm sure in Steve's mind he don't care much about Billy. <laughs> right, outside that Billy would never play him. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
This, well, I was going to say last week, I believe it was Thursday, Guinness World Records, which has partnered with tw- Twin Galaxies. Oh, okay. I was wondering if they were trying to steal Twin Galaxies Thunder here. Well, no, they were kind of, because uh, they talk about it a little bit in that documentary, that yeah. Guinness World Records is its own thing. But they don't. They're more interested in people with long fingernails right, and yeah. stuff like that. They don't yeah, know like a lot you about a basketball games. eight million times yes. in a row with your left hand, or yeah. or you know, rocking in a chair for seventy two hours right. or something like that. Shout out to Guinness. Love your place in Pigeon Forge. <laughs> yes. Standard white person <laughs> vacation stop. <laughs> I don't know if it's in Gatlinburg mm-hmm. or Pigeon Forge. Either one. Yeah. Well, they've kind of partnered together. Okay. Over who's got. You know the, who's got who's the, the authority? Who's on the authority video on video games? And even though they're still two separate organizations, Guinness came out last week and they oh. decided they were going to reinstate all of Billy, Billy Mitchell's Donkey Kong and Pac Man records. Just so everybody's listening will know, Guinness has decided they are not nerd enough to handle <laughs> the video game scores on their own. So they have worked with super nerds yes. to do this. Okay. Right. That is a very astute observation. Yeah. All right. I just want to get that in before you actually got into the meat of the article. <laughs> okay. Well, this article comes from Ars Technica. Guinness World Records has reinstated a number of classic video game world records held by Billy Mitchell. The move comes just over two years after Mitchell's records were expunged following an investigation by Twin Galaxies International Scoreboard, which partners with Guinness to adjudicate video game records. That investigation found that recording some of Mitchell's record performances on Donkey Kong were not achieved on legitimate arcade arcade hardware based on extensive video analysis that showed signs of emulator use. Twin Galaxies has not changed its position on Mitchell's records, resulting in a split between the two record tracking organizations. So Twin Galaxies, they still haven't reinstated. This is Guinness. They're kind of going out on a limb here. Well. That's what happens when you let the Guinness people get involved. <laughs> okay. In a video announcing the decision, Guinness World Records editor-in-chief, Greg Glenday, said the organization reviewed both the existing evidence and newly sourced eyewitness testimony, plus some new expert gameplay analysis and hardware verification. In the end, we found that there just wasn't sufficient evidence to support the disqualification across the board. In cases such as this, where there is debate, we would typically defer to the original contemporaneous adjudication, and this is the case here, Glenday continued. So they're basically saying here at Guinness, we don't know if we don't know enough about arcade games to prove he cheated. Right. So we're just gonna go with what we had before. Wow. That's what they're gonna say. Well, they're wrong. <laughs> After reviewing Billy's gameplay and reproducing similar games myself. I can honestly say that this is legitimate gameplay. Ricky Lakeman said in a statement. Now, you may be asking who that guy is. That's what I'm about to say. I know who Ricky Lake is. (laughs) He is the current world record holder in Donkey Kong. Yes. Is that, was it you who let me watch a video of the current? Yes. I I sent that to you last week. That's the dude. That's the same dude. Oh, he's in the tank for (laughs) Billy Mitchell, anyways. I've never seen a bigger fraud than that guy, too. Yeah. Hey, well, listen to this next quote from him. I do not see a reason why Billy would need to even use MAME or save states to film both games with his style of play. Oh, well. <laughs> he's, he's so good. Yeah. He, he's, he's obviously so good that he, he there's no way he would even need to use But MAME. he won't play Steve Weeby head to head. <laughs> well, no, he won't. Right. Okay, but he's so good. All right. I will defend Steve Weeby till my death. 
Mitchell added to ours that his scores occurred in live public venues under the observation of numerous referees and third-party eyewitnesses in the 1,050,000 yeah, 1, world record I played on hardware verified by the senior engineer at Nintendo. To this day, I still possess the box used to ship the hardware with his name and Nintendo's UPS account number. Those are facts. Oh, goodness. I don't believe anything out of the the Billy Mitchell camp. A Twin Galaxies founder, Walter Day, said in, said in the same video that he is very pleased to see this happen and that I had faith it would turn out this way. All of those people, John included, who were part of the old days, who played the old games and saw Billy Mitchell play, they knew that he was completely capable of getting these records, and they also knew that there was no main capable of being played on back in the golden age. In a written statement, they also cites industry veteran Todd Tucky in saying that what Twin Galaxies' new owners assert about Billy Mitchell's score is simply not possible. There has never been and will never be an emulation board that plugs into a Donkey Kong machine. It is simply impossible for anything but legitimate hardware to have been inside Billy Mitchell's machine. Now, false. I was just about to say. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not an idiot. I know nothing <laughs> of video games. And I know that's false. A quick search on YouTube, you will bring up a whole list of videos of people telling you how to build your own main cabinet. Right. Okay. All right. So, well, there you go. I didn't even know that. I just know that nerds are smart enough to figure out how to do this stuff. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> It's interesting that, you know how I mentioned earlier that Billy Mitchell sued Twin Galaxies right. for a million dollars for removing his records? Yeah. Those hearings are to be held on July 6th. So, my, so it's very interesting that Guinness World Records is right. going to step out now. It's almost like it's making it harder for, for Twin Galaxies to defend themselves in court. Well, my question is, uh, does Walter Day have a million dollars in assets to even try to take? You know? I don't know how much he's involved with Twin Galaxies anymore. Oh, they squeezed him out? Well, there's new owners now. Okay. And he may be still involved with them somewhat. He's he's still the founder, but right. I don't know how much control he has. Okay. I mean, Walter Day, as you can Dude. see, he is in the can for Billy Mitchell. He loves I don't, Billy. I don't think they would have taken down his scores if Walter had any okay. kind of say whatsoever. But well, now that's Walter, my personal opinion. Like at the end of the documentary, Walter comes around and is like, Steve's legit. Mm -hmm. He's a good dude. You know, all the things that you would recognize about Steve. Honest guy right. just showed up ready to play mm -hmm. and he commends Steve. So I was like, maybe over time he's been like, Billy's a fraud, <laughs> you know, with his American flag tie and his thumbs up and his like super mullet that he has or whatever. You know? Well, like, I was going to say, Anybody besides Billy Mitchell is incapable of hating Steve Weeby. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> but just because you like Steve don't mean you're going to turn right. on your boy, right? Well, Not to mention, at the time, it came out later that he was funding a lot of Twin Galaxies. Like, oh, yeah? He was on the board at ah. Twin Galaxies International Scoreboard. So, no so you, think, loved him. you think he's going to vote to take his own records yeah, down right. off the website? No. Wow. I often wonder, and once again, let me say, mm -hmm. everyone needs to go watch this movie yes. king of kongs fistful of quarters it's on youtube go watch it you'll thank me i promise i don't watch movies hardly ever and when i do i rarely ever will recommend one because yeah. i don't trust my own opinion on them but this movie's great all right so watch it and then get on the google machine because this story is still going on <laughs> right. today it hasn't quit 
But uh, imagine being Billy Mitchell and your whole life, you're king of the nerds, right? <laughs> you know, right. And you're like, oh, well, they're coming to do a documentary about Donkey Kong. <laughs> and, and about how great I am. Yeah, and then he goes to watch like the first cut and he <laughs> looks like the biggest butthole in the history of the world. Right. So I imagine that probably hurt his feelings more than anything. If Steve would have just showed up and beat it. At the fun spot or whatever. <laughs> fun spot. Yeah. Which is apparent. I didn't know this. Apparently, that's the mecca for retro right. video arcade games. Yes. Fun spot, not to be confused with G spot. Fun spot <laughs> can be found by nerds. Okay. All right. And they flock there. It's the mecca of it. Yes. Uh, real quick. And again, like I mentioned, this, this uh, article comes from Ars Technica. They reached out to Twin Galaxies owner and CEO, Jace Hall. Oh, Jace. I've for, never heard of him. For comment. On the on Guinness World Records reinstating Billy Billy Mitchell's records. Yeah, uh, his official comment was simply an image of Kermit the Frog sipping tea. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I love it. I Apparently love. Apparently, he's not too. He's not worried about this lawsuit. He's right. got coming up. Yeah, I wouldn't be either because mm-hmm. Billy Mitchell's a fraud. I've never seen someone that I was like. That dude is a fraud. Like, he projects mm-hmm. so much of, I'm trying to be the coolest, baddest dude in the world that you know he's not. But at the same time, just like Jason Voorhees, you think he's finally <laughs> yeah, right. dead, he continues right. to get up off the floor and seek vengeance on those he feels who has wronged him. I went on Amazon and found his hot sauce. So he's got a, <laughs> he's got a hot sauce, he too. Does. And I read the reviews on it. They were not favorable because I was going <laughs> to order one just to have it, you know? Yeah. But I, I really didn't order it because I didn't want to put money in Billy Mitchell's pocket, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I want a Steve Weeby hot sauce. <laughs> so I got to be honest. as uh, You sound like you're in the Billy Mitchell camp. I'm just going to throw it out there. Well, I'm going to say this. Billy Mitchell is fun to hate. He is. You true. know? <laughs> He's very fun to hate. And yeah. I don't want Billy Mitchell to go away because of the entertainment. <laughs> I do. You know what? I don't think me, you... Nobody would care about Donkey Kong today if it wasn't for Billy Mitchell yeah. just rising up and <laughs> shouting out and, you know, pumping himself up and trying to keep others down. Okay, now I'm going to throw this name out. I don't know if you know who he is. His name is Nick Merckx. Mm-mm. He's like a really popular Call of Duty player. Okay. Or and I heard an interview with him on the only other podcast that I regularly listen to all the way through. Mm-hmm. Not counting where's a line. <laughs> I can't make it all the way through one of those. Is, uh, and he was, they asked him about all of this. And he was like, dude, man, who cares about Donkey Kong? He's like, <laughs> nobody under like 50 years old cares about Donkey Kong, you know? Right. And I was like, I do, because I I love our King Steve Weeby, all right? Well, I was about to say, I don't think it's Donkey Kong that people care about. People care about this rivalry. Yeah, right. And and here's the neither neither Steve nor Billy currently hold the, the world record because the King of Kong was such a popular documentary. Yeah, people started playing that it. It got a lot of people playing that game again. Yeah. And now, I mean, they're not too far down the list, but there's several people who have yeah. scores higher than them now. Yeah. The reason people are playing it is because of Billy Mitchell, ultimately. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> you know, like he doesn't need a bigger head than what he's got. <laughs> well, okay, if if Steve Weeby, if he submits his tape, 
with his son Derek, you know, begging his daddy to come wipe his butt. That's right. <laughs> he won't put his game down because yes. he can't pause it because he's not using yeah, an emulator. He's not using. He's using the proper equipment. You know, if Billy Mitchell had just shrugged his shoulders and go, eh, you know, I was on top for a long time and right. gone on about his day. None of this would, None of this would have happened. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a compelling point. Yeah. That's a compelling point. He's basically, have you ever seen the movie Dodgeball yeah. with Ben Stiller? Yeah. Ben, He's the bad guy from Dodgeball. Okay. If anybody has watched that movie, yeah. that's Billy Mitchell. See, I've heard this is my I've heard a quote a long time ago and it's always rang true and it goes uh a man who doesn't know he's a man will forever try to prove he's a man. And that seems like Steve, I mean that seems like Billy Mitchell to me. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's all I'm saying. Interesting. Billy Mitchell's a fraud, <laughs> but everyone needs to watch the documentary if you're listening to this, if you hear my voice. So I guess we can move on to another story. Let's do it. We don't want to get bogged down in King of Kong because I could talk As about entertaining it. as it is, I, I could talk about it for forever. Too. Just the people in the movie. <laughs> I mean, it is nerd central. <laughs> Right, it is. And if you're like one of these people that are proud to be a nerd, you should watch this because you won't be proud to be. These are the people that you're associating your image with. Okay. Well, these guys, they're like the nerds, nerds. Oh yeah, they're know? like super nerds. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I just everybody's claiming to be a nerd, and it's like nerds in vogue, you know. But I'm like these people. They're these nerds. are the guys who would not go watch Endgame because they were going to get together over at so-and-so's apartment and watch videotape of Billy Mitchell <laughs> yes. going for the high score in Pac-Man. That a 90-year-old woman brought up with her <laughs> yes. to the fun spot because she was going to set the Qbert record. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I can't even it, – it don't even do justice to try to explain it. You just have to watch it and experience it. It's a clean movie, too. You know, you yeah. can watch it with your kids. I don't think – I don't remember any cursing or anything. I don't believe it. so, no. Yeah. So – um, let's move on. OregonLive.com. Mm-hmm. Oregon, Florida of the Pacific Northwest. We have a story out of it. A man is accused of holding up a Portland bank. Guess what he wanted? Hmm. Portland man holding up a bank. He's wanting weed or something. No. He My first thought was, uh, money for Chaz, you know, the- <laughs> <laughs> but is that in Seattle? I don't That's know which in one. Washington. Yeah, it's either Seattle or yeah. I can't remember. It's in Seattle. Okay. Uh, he wanted 50 cents to buy a big gulp. Oh, golly. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Dumb and Dumber where he comes <laughs> yes. out and he's like, you guys drinking big gulps? Cool. All right. Well, hold on. If he didn't Big, last time I checked, Big Gulps cost more than 51 cents. Maybe he's still out Is of he cup? just 51 cents short? <laughs> no, he just, maybe he wanted 50 cents even. So maybe he had the cup and he got like a 50 cent refill. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Let's <laughs> dig into the article. And nobody would loan him 50 cents. David R. Nickel, amazing name for a guy <laughs> robbing a bank, <laughs> according to the FBI, held up a Portland bank for 50 cents, mimicking a gun with his finger and grasping a large stick of wood, he took the change from the confused U.S. bank teller, according to a criminal complaint. Then he walked across the street to buy a big gulp at the 7-Eleven store. When Nickel was arrested nearby, he was still wearing a bracelet from the Unity Center for Behavioral Health Psychiatric Emergency Department, where he recently had been a patient. Okay, so now I'm feeling bad about laughing about this, too. (laughs) 
Nichols fall into the criminal justice system shortly after release from a psychiatric care showed how the state system failed him, a prosecutor argued Friday. Nickel made his first appearance this week in federal court in Portland on a bank robbery charge in the Saturday morning holdup of the U.S. Bank. But it was clear the 24-year-old defendant was in a mental health crisis and U.S. Magistrate Judge Stacy F. Beckerman sat over the hearing. So the judge held a status conference to learn more about Nichols' condition and how he can best get the mental health treatment he needs. Mary Wallace, who's the mental health program manager for Multnomah County Detention Center, I Hmm. think I said the name of that right, described how Nichols' condition is deteriorating, noting he hasn't taken his medication since Wednesday, and he's become increasingly delusional, homicidal, and suicidal while being held in one of the psychiatric units at the jail. All right, those last two sound serious. Absolutely, yes. So we believe... That provides the best avenue for long-term restorative care and monitoring and supervision for this this defendant, Assistant U.S. Attorney Greg Nias said. He is uh, recommending that he all the charges be dropped and he's given a competency evaluation and sent to a mental health treatment center. It's clear the state system has failed him. He was released and finds himself in this setting again. So the uh, county jail officials said they would seek a mental health director's, director's hold to try to have Nickel transferred as soon as possible back to the Unity Center, where a civil commitment process could then be initiated. So it looks like our justice system actually did something smart here, mm-hmm. and they're sending this guy to mental health treatment instead of sending him to jail for like 50 years right. or something. For robbing a bank with a block of wood. And a finger gun. <laughs> yeah. And only for 50 cents. For 50 cents, yeah. Which, I mean, a big gulf is tasty if you're thirsty, you know? Yeah, but I tell you what. I mean, I would not rob a bank nah. for a big gulp. I don't think. You can find an unlocked it's, car with 50 cents in the driver's handle door. It's going to take a lot of big gulps for me to rob a bank. Oh, like, yeah. I need, I might do it, but I'm going to need big gulps for life. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, I'll say this. I've never been in a bank, inside a bank, that while I was standing in line, I haven't in my mind planned out a robbery in it, like how I would do <laughs> yes. it. You know? Right. I mean, I would never rob a bank, of course, because I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. But every time I've been standing there, I'm like, I could rob this bank right now. You know, nobody would know I'd be gone. Be a lot of bloodshed, though, in every one of my things. Be no witnesses left. I have to kill everybody. You know? That's the only way I think you can do it and get away with it. Well, I mean, as much as I want to, as much as I want to get in this conversation and think <laughs> that, uh, this sounds like it could be evidence in a later it does. trial. I feel like if you stick to the drawers, if you don't, people mess up when they go for the vault. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't Forget stay the there vault. for a long yeah. time. And, and you're not going to get a lot of money. You're just basically, you got to get what's in the tell, what the tellers have access right. to and get out of there. Well, what you got to do, Tiny? You got to have four a four or five man crew. Okay, okay. you got to come in. You got to put put a bullet in everybody's head as soon as you walk in the door, right? And then when so you get away, hit alarms. And then when you get away, you got to kill your crew. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you don't have to share the money. Well, yeah. You don't have to worry it's, about them turning state's witness against exactly. you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 No, we go to off down a dirt road to divide up the hall, and that's when I kill everybody uh-huh. and I keep everything. Of and course. then John points the gun at me. Because he thinks I'm going to kill him. I'm like, no, I was supposed to shoot the bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
but I, you know, wild story to rob a bank for a big gulp. Mm-hmm. I'm glad this guy maybe should have proofread the story a little bit. I'll admit that. <laughs> but I'm glad this guy's going to get some mental health treatment that he needs, which we need more of that in the United States anyways. That's true. What, largest prison population on the planet. Land of the free. <laughs> largest prison population on the planet. There was a time when America used to lock up a lot of people in mental institutions. Sure, absolutely. And there was, you know, there's problems there too. Yeah. There's probably not a perfect solution. No, but I mean, we could certainly do we, better yeah. than we, than we right. are now, though. Yeah, we could probably talk about maybe not locking up all the nonviolent offenders mm-hmm. or something, you know. Yeah. And I think if you still. $70 million in a hedge fund, you need to be locked up, you know, some kind of Ponzi scheme or something. You or know? working for the government. Right, yeah. <laughs> but if you, like, steal $5,000 from your gas station clerk job, then mm-hmm. maybe you just need to work on getting restitution and paying all that back, you know, instead right. of serving so many years in prison for it. So mm-hmm. that's a whole nother discussion. Whole nother discussion and not one that we can talk about here. That's for our political and social issues <clears throat> podcast that we'll be dropping sooner or later. <laughs> but now one thing that I do want to talk about is the Ford Bronco. Or, okay. Were you a fan of the Ford Bronco back in the day? No. I mean, I I'm, didn't hate it or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just never have one. My cousin my, Will had one that was really cool. I was about to say, yeah. my dad, he loved the Ford Bronco back okay. in the day. And he even got one. But then he like sold it. He got rid of it because yeah. it cost too much money in gasoline. Sure, you yeah, know, which, yeah. And that was a sad day. When my dad got rid of his Ford Bronco. <laughs> but you're like, one always, day it'll be mine, and then you come over and he sold it. <laughs> but you know what? For years, he talked about how much he missed that Bronco and how much he wished he wouldn't have got rid of yeah. it. Which he didn't have it for long. Yeah. But just that little bit. He, you know, once it, you taste that Bronco life, you can't I know, go back. and he he regretted it for a long, 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 long time. But Ford's really? bringing it back. Okay. Awesome. It's really cool. And they were scheduled to debut it on July 9th, 2021, but they ended up pushing it back to July 13th. Do you know why? Um, No, I don't. It turns out that July 9th is OJ's birthday. Okay. All right. The most famous Bronco rider of all time. (laughs) Which I think if you're OJ Simpson... 2021 Ford Bronco is a great birthday present. If he doesn't go and buy one, <laughs> something's wrong. Yes. You know? Of course, it wasn't his Bronco, right? It was Al Cowling's, right? No, no, no. It was his. But Al was driving. But Al had one just like it. Ah. He had one just like it, John. Okay, all right. And that was the one that they uh, they okay. <laughs> took a, a drive in. Yeah. <laughs> right, interrupted the <laughs> NBA playoffs. Yeah. Yes. I remember I was over at Deidre's house when all that went down. I was watching the Knicks play yeah. somebody. There's an excellent 30 for 30 documentary about it. Oh, yeah? That it doesn't actually talk about the events themselves. It was just everything that was going. All it is is pieces of video from like sports stuff that was going on that day. Because there yeah. was also like a PGA tournament right. going on that day. Yeah. And it's, you watch it and it starts off, you know, it's that. And then it's this. And then it's just, and then you start seeing all the, uh, we're interrupting this because <laughs> OJ's okay, so okay, so on the run. Yeah. <laughs> How wild. I mean, it's we crazy. all agree OJ killed those people, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, come on. He killed like you you love the bad guys. That's what I've learned during this podcast. You love the bad guys. Hey, did, did he do it? I think he probably did it. And uh had I been on the jury knowing what did come out in trial, then uh I probably my my vote would have probably been guilty, but I gotta say there's also some evidence that uh Ron Goldman may have been mixed up with some bad people. 
There's some. I'm just. I'm not saying he's innocent. Yeah. I'm just saying there's more to the story. Okay. I mean, except for like their DNA being all in his Bronco and stuff, you know, like blood and stuff. Yeah. Like a bloody glove behind Kato's house. But yeah, I'm sure there's well, the other cops, evidence. You know, I, look, I, hate to oh, be, yeah. I hate to be the one okay. to say this. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, I, I, the cops used the N-word, John. They did. And <laughs> cops sometimes make, they, they will screw people over. Right? Yes. I mean, I've got friends who have stories of them planting drugs on them. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I listened to a podcast. I I have no idea who it was or where, but uh, and he didn't convince me, but he did make a compelling argument that it could have been. You know what? I hate to throw around accusations, but there's a pretty good argument to be made that it could have been OJ's son. I've heard that argument. And OJ too. was covering for his dad. I've heard, I heard that OJ too. was covering for his son. Yeah, I've heard that too. So yeah, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> He did ghostwrite a fascinating book about how it happened if he did it. If it wasn't for OJ, we wouldn't know about the Kardashians. You know? That's true. People forget. He's also one of them's dad, right? You know, the well, ugly one's dad. Of course he is. Look at him. You know? Don't say, well, it's the truth. Both of them have denied it for, well, for I want to see a DNA test. You know what? I'm going to Google that right now. Was there not a DNA test? Done? I have no idea. Man, the card issues will manipulate everything, is right? OJ. Who is it? Chloe, is it Chloe? I don't know. I know only one's name I know for sure is Kim. Is OJ's Chloe's dad? Let's see. It probably autofills. <laughs> it did. It, <laughs> it did autofill. Uh, again, there's no DNA, but there's just a lot of he said, she said. Sure. Yeah, you know OJ will. OJ says that he's not her dad. He don't want to pay any child support. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he owes all that money to the Goldman That's family. Right. Man, they took him they took him for everything he's had. Well, they didn't get much. Well, they keep trying though. <laughs> they keep trying. That's, I would too that's if why I was OJ, him. that's why he can't have a punked style reality show right. and that's why he can't write a book about yep. the murders he may or may not have committed. Right. Yes. <laughs> We've gotten way off from the Bronco coming. I was about to say, okay, anyway. The you know Bronco what? is coming That's out. the story. Yeah. 2021 Ford Bronco, they pushed the debut because they didn't want everyone to think it, they, it was purposefully coincided with OJ's birthday. I don't know. End of story. They should definitely leave it on OJ's birthday. <laughs> they really what should. amazing publicity. I mean, what? I would be running the old footage of OJ down the road with the cops all behind him and everything, and I'd be like, <laughs> The new Ford Bronco <laughs> coming out today, you know? Why not? Maybe get OJ to just go ahead and be the sponsor. Like sponsor. <laughs> no, you know? That would be a bold move. We'll get you there with plenty of time to kill. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. It is, but funny. Sometimes horrible stuff's really funny. People people don't like to you know, recognize that fact, but sometimes yeah. bad stuff's really funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Billy Mitchell's nowhere near as bad as O.J. Simpson. No, no. Like, O.J. killed people, all right? Allegedly. No, he definitely did, all right? <laughs> probably. I think O.J. definitely killed those people. He probably did. Yeah. Now, if O.J.'s going to sue me or something, this is all satire. <laughs> Let me just throw this disclaimer in here. I'm not saying anything. You know, he's active on Twitter. Oh, I know, yeah. He came out and said that uh, one killer to another, he thinks Carol Baskins killed her husband. <laughs> <laughs> But takes one to know one, right? <laughs> yes. Let's talk about another killer, Let's okay? A Darubaz monkey kills one and leaves 250 injured Golly. in a search for booze. Okay. 
And then he escaped in a white Ford Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, oh, I'm sorry, it's a Mizapur monkey who killed one and left 250 injured in an apparent search for booze has been sentenced to serve his life in captivity. I will say that is extremely reasonable by the authorities. Look, I, not to just go ahead and put that monkey down. I've seen Planet of the Apes. You got to put this monkey down <laughs> before he starts talking to the other ones, you know? Yeah, uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and apparently there are certain great apes that hunt with spears now oh, yeah. oh, because yeah. they have seen the native yeah. peoples doing it. Absolutely. And they figured out, hey, you know yeah. what? I can sharpen a stick and do the exact same thing. Uh-huh. So what's going to happen with this monkey? Uh-huh. He's going to teach all his monkey buddies that this is what you do to kill people and take their booze. I saw on Twitter or something they were saying they were trying to cancel Joe Rogan for something he said or whatever. And well, they're trying to cancel everybody these days. <laughs> but somebody was like, when I was growing up, we didn't need Joe Rogan because everyone had an older brother who got stoned and used to tell you all the <laughs> stuff he does on the radio or on the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good point. Some right. people think that's a big part of the reason he moved to Spotify exclusively recently. Oh, yeah? We didn't talk about it on this show, but... Yeah, he got a big deal. I was about to say, I think a hundred. I think it was more than a hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's probably a big reason. But a lot of his fans were like, "Yeah, he's he's wanting to get off YouTube and yeah, he's wanting his. to do something else." Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, Spotify, you might want to give us a call. Lot, we'll go. We'll go. Spotify exclusive for a lot less. Yeah. Oh yeah, five hundred million. <laughs> you got to start high, tiny. That's less. That's that's, that's more than a hundred million. Yeah, that's more. <laughs> right. You got to start high, though. You got to set your anchor point. <laughs> Art of the deal, man. I feel like if we sent them that in writing, they would just block us. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would, like, deplatform us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyways, according to reports, the monkey, whose name was Kalua, was a pet of a local occultist who would regularly give him liquor to drink. Occultist and monkey <laughs> do not need to go together. No. <laughs> over, this is starting to sound a lot like that 80s horror movie, Monkey Shines. <laughs> over a period of time, the monkey became an alcoholic, and when the occultist died, Kalua stopped getting liquor and became aggressive, Mm-mm. naturally. And he went on a biting spree and created terror in a Mizapur forest, and zoo teams were called in to catch the monkey. After several efforts, Kalua was caught, which Kalua is an alcohol. What a name for an alcoholic <laughs> yeah. monkey. Uh, it's also a flavor of cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah? <laughs> they have a Kalua cheesecake. Never been to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I'm a big cheesecake guy. So they caught him and he sent him, sent him to a zoo. Says we've kept him in isolation for some months. Oh, that's going to do really well. Yeah, that's right. really going to help this like sick, a social homicidal monkey to keep him in isolation. <laughs> And then shifted him uh, to a separate cage. There's been no change in the behavior, and he remains as gr- as aggressive as he was. It has been three years since he was brought here, but now it's been decided that he will remain in captivity all his life, said the zoo doctor, Mohad Nasir. The monkey's six years old, kind of young to be an alcoholic, <laughs> you know? Yes. And the zoo doctor said uh, that if he was set free, he would harm people wherever he went. Uh, he has not even befriended his cage keeper up until now. So I got a solution. Just get the 
monkeys and booze, right? <laughs> you know, like, is this a hard thing to figure out? <laughs> let him get a shot every now and then and let him be happy monkey. I tell you what, that is going to make an excellent campfire story next time I go camping. <laughs> the uh, a drunk monkey seems like it would be fun to hang out with, though. Yeah, until he starts killing people. Yeah, right. No, yeah. You got to keep him drunk. You know know? what? Don't let him come down. John, I have always said this my whole life. Drunk monkeys are always fun until they start killing people. (laughs) That's true. That's a... That's an old, I've old said that, saying. I've said that my whole life. If I've heard you say it once, I've heard you say it a million times. <laughs> yeah. So, but I was like, for the zookeeper guy, yeah. I mean, just go get a couple of bottles of rum or whatever and, and let just him. Just give him alcohol. Yeah. Keep that door locked. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah, right. And just pray for the day that the, right. the good Lord or the devil comes to take him away to the afterlife. But also... Three years off the sauce, like you ought to be over it by now, you know. Like he's done a twelve step program and everything. I think he just likes to kill people. Maybe so. Once you get that taste, some monkeys just want to watch the world burn. That's true. That's why you need to keep him away from other monkeys. He's gonna <laughs> rile up, raise an army. You I know. know? And We've seen this that. movie. I know. Yeah, I saw it a monkey end well. on Instagram today flying a drone. Oh. Perfect. I know these people are getting too liberal with their monkeys. All right. (laughs) You know what's going to happen? Humanity is going to be sidelined. I hope that there will be a few of us around to watch the great war between the apes and the robots (laughs) for dominance of the planet. Right. Yes. Our country is. uh, (laughs) We're going to long be sidelined. Yeah. Now, I say the United States is in the uh, early stages of a civil war. Let's just go ahead and admit it. All right. Um, China and India got into it this week too over the, I don't know what border, mm-hmm. you know, something over there. North Korea's messing with South Korea again. So yeah, there's a good chance it's just going to be monkeys and robots here. <laughs> 2020 has been wild. It really has. Yeah. So maybe everyone who has like a fallout mm-hmm. bunker can, I would hate to be alive after that though. You know, like if there's like a worldwide yeah. nuclear holocaust, civil war type thing, just take me out. You know, I was really, really, really hoping for the uh, the sex robot apocalypse where <laughs> humanity dies out because they're just not having any offspring because they're having too much fun with their robots. Oh, I was thinking the robots had sex with us until we died. Okay. All right. We were coming at it from two different angles here. That's what you okay. said. Yeah. True. Very good point. Yeah. No, we were coming at it from two different sides. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I see depopulation that way. Okay. that Man, that really puts a downer on the whole, <laughs> the rest of the show. <laughs> nah. I'm going to try to bring it back. I wouldn't mind having sex until I died, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's why that's the apocalypse I wanted to see, but apparently <laughs> right. it's going to be uh, yeah, it's gonna be robots versus robots. Robots monkeys. Monkeys and robots. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's kind of wild. I would watch a drunk monkey fight on ESPN. All day long. You know, if you get two drunk monkeys and just let them wrestle, that'd be amazing. Uh, you know what? I feel like you could probably do that in certain areas of the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. not here in no, North America. No, you can't even fight roosters in America <laughs> legally. <laughs> no, okay. you can't. Yeah. How about this? A burglar forced to call emergency services on himself when he got stuck in a window. Okay. Frederick Moulton from Spring Close, Swindon, was given an 18-month community order yesterday after his bungling error. The 53-year-old, I feel like that's a little old to be yeah. breaking into... That's a little, that's a little old for being right. a... Yeah. 
He was left, get this, suspended upside down when his leg got jammed while climbing through a window <laughs> of an empty property during the early hours Thursday morning. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah, it's like that scene in uh, <laughs> Return of the Jedi where they're hanging in the net upside down. Yeah, true. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was unable to free himself despite thrashing around for some time. And he eventually became so desperate that he called fire services to ask them to help him out, prosecutors said. That's a tough one. It is. It's a tough call to make. When firefighters arrived, it was obvious that Moulton had been trying to break into the empty house in Groundwell Road, and they called the police who arrested him. So I'm guessing, to start with, he tried to be like, hey, this is my house. Right, yeah. I locked myself out. Can you come get me? Right. And then when the when the fireman got there, they're like, uh, why is he I wearing all black and have a ski mask on? Yeah. I don't think this is his place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, none of the pictures in here are of him. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't hate the player, hate the game. Oh man, that's a tough one though. It is. <laughs> now I will bring this up because you remember there was one time. You helped me break into this church. Do you remember that? <laughs> Can we talk about this here? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. And uh, I confidently went. I bruised my ribs doing that. I remember that. I hurt for like weeks afterwards. <laughs> that was the Lord getting back to me. <laughs> we were breaking in to record the podcast because neither one of us had a key. Yep. So, got to be careful going through windows. Since, Moral then, of the story. since then, I swiped the key so yeah, we don't have right. to do that anymore. Yes. <laughs> but look, if... I don't want to brag, but if I want in a building, I get in a building. All right, I can I can pick a lock. Well, you know they say that a a lock does not stop a thief, but just keeps an honest yeah. man honest. Lock door keeps an honest man out. Yes, they had a lock closet down in our condo at the beach, and I was like, "Hey, kids, gather around. Let watch Daddy show you how to get in this door." Like, open it up. They had flashlights in there and stuff. Yeah, just so they knew I could. It's good for your kids to know you're capable of committing petty theft. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, it's, it's petty theft. It's not. Yeah. We didn't steal anything, by the way. That's <laughs> a on record. We didn't. But with Father's Day coming up, you got to think about the lessons you're teaching your kids. And one of those is you need to be able to get into a door if you need to be able to get into a door. Well, there may come a day when you're trapped. Exactly. And you need to get out. Exactly. Right. Yes. So I think there's... Things, lessons like that, you should always teach your kids. Like you're capable of killing an animal. I think mm-hmm. that's an important thing to do. I'm not pro killing animals, you know, but my kids have seen me kill a possum before. Um, that was before all the online propaganda for possum, pro possum propaganda. Have Is you there pro possum pro- oh, propaganda yeah. now? It's like all they eat like 80 million ticks a year and they mm-hmm. don't carry rabies and all that, but. He mm-hmm. was out in my dog pen eating all the dog food one day. I was trying to take a nap, and the kids woke me up, so I went and got my twenty two and shot it. Right. One shot, by the way. It's pretty awesome. And then I turned around and looked at it, and I was like, just just know that can kill, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm capable of killing. Do you so see any tears streaming out of my face? Yeah, right. You don't. I made Thomas go over and pick it up and throw it over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's talk about something I haven't taught my children yet, and that's arson, okay? Okay. Yeah. Serious. Right. Now, you once burnt yourself. So I did. Maybe you need to come to the class when I decide <laughs> to teach my children about arson and what accelerants are proper to use and not. Okay. I feel like I know from experience yeah. a lot about fire. Yeah. No, you've learned much <laughs> so. more than most people. Uh, a masked art- arsonist, not an artist, well, she could have been an artist, might have given away uh, 
might have gotten away with it if she hadn't left an Etsy review. Oh, man. So, to some extent, every internet user leaves a digital trail. So, when a masked arsonist was seen on video setting fire to a police car on the day of a recent protest in Philadelphia, city of brotherly love, by the way, the uh, fact that her face was hidden didn't prevent an FBI investigation agent or an FBI agent from tracking down the suspect. The keys ended up being a tattoo and an Etsy review that she that the alleged arsonist had had left for a T-shirt she was wearing at the scene of the crime. Hmm. So, score one for the non-tatted people. All right, <laughs> yeah. all they got to go on you if you're non-tatted are scars. Okay, mm-hmm. so just keep that in mind. It's another lesson I taught my children too. Okay. <laughs> The alleged arsonist, identified by the FBI as Lore Elizabeth Blumenthal, who is 33, a little too old to be setting fire to police cars in my mind. Do you think you said Lore? Lore. L-O-R-E dash Elizabeth with an S. Hmm. Blumenthal. 33. I feel like the cutoff for burning a cop car has got to be like 27, somewhere Mm -hmm. in there. I would give you really good odds that she has LARPed a time or two. Okay. Okay. She well, plays she, D&D. I know she does. Well, she was wearing a mask, goggles, fire-resistant gloves, and a T-shirt with the slogan, Keep the Immigrants, Deport the Racist, when her crime was captured live on an aerial news feed from a helicopter. Um, after an investigation, she was arrested and charged with arson of two police vi- vehicles Uh, She appeared in federal court on Tuesday, and the government said it will be filing a motion for the defendant to be detained pending trial. In the news video, a police sedan was already engulfed in flames when the suspect entered from the top of the frame and removed a flaming piece of wooden police barricade uh, from the rear window of the sedan that was already on fire and then shoved the flaming wood into the SUV that was not on fire. Within minutes of that, the SUV was completely engulfed in flames. Uh, more footage of the arson came in a video posted on uh, Vimo. Is that Venmo? You? Yeah. Is that you? No, no, no. no. It's, Venmo it's, is the cash transfer thing, right? It's Vimeo. 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 All right. <laughs> Which we've discussed before. I'm not good at pronouncing online names. I thought <laughs> funny or die was funny orty for years. <laughs> okay. You were kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding at all. <laughs> Funny Ordy. Because I would just like see the URL and I'd be like, Funny Ordy. Okay, it's going to be a funny video. That's a pretty good site. Yeah, right. And then like, I, I watched love it, it when they get Zach, get Zach Galifianakis between right. two ferns. I was, uh, Jonathan, who works for, worked for me, a very good friend of mine, showed me a video. He's like, Have you seen this Funny or Die video? And he like, showed it to me. I was like, Yeah, man. What's it called again? <laughs> A funny ordy is a good name. <laughs> we should start a website, funny ordy. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyways, it clearly depicts the same female subject removing a flaming piece of wooden barricade uh, from the Mark PD and putting it in the SUV, it says. So, anyways, it's a pretty long story. So, uh, even with videos and photos, the FBI wasn't able to identify the suspect because her face wasn't vis- visible. But the T-shirt she wore was unique and sold only on Etsy. 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 So FBI agents read the reviews on the seller's Etsy page to see if anyone from the Philadelphia area had purchased it. 
Blumenthal had left a five-star review that said, <laughs> great shirt for arsoning. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> great shirt for arsoning. <laughs> Fast shipping. Thanks very much. From her username, Ali Catlore. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, uh, and her Etsy profile displayed her location as Philadelphia, the affidavit said. Hmm. So, anyways, they went, tracked her down, got her, and now she's getting charged. If she is convicted... She faces a maximum possible sentence of 80 years in prison, followed by three years of supervised life or supervised release and a fine of up to $500,000. So Hmm. let that be a lesson to you guys. If you're going to commit a crime, don't be wearing anything (laughs) that's remarkable. You know, you need to be wearing just a plain black, plain fruit of the loom black t shirt. Exactly. That you can get at any Walmart in America. Yeah. Yeah. And your black. Handkerchief. Yeah. And, I mean, if you were out protesting and burning stuff and breaking stuff, I mean, everything is on video now. You got to think more of these indictments will start coming down Mm -hmm. when they start figuring out who these folks are. Um, Just might want to roll that around in your mind (laughs) before you go out and do something. Yeah, maybe just hold a sign. Yeah, right. And if you get really mad, maybe scream and yell at the man. Maybe even use some dirty words. Right. I I completely get all the frustration for everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think I said on this podcast, I'm pro-burning government buildings. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anti-private property. Just don't go, don't leave peephole stuff alone. You didn't do nothing. What you got to do is... uh, you just got to be smart about it. If you're going to commit a crime, you got to be smart about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's another life lessons I've taught my children. Uh-huh. Don't be an idiot. I know this kind of, this is kind of off the subject, but uh, what do you think about Chaz? Like, how's that going to, how long is that going to go on? Somebody got killed there last night. Really? There's like a shooting in it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not surprising because, yeah. what was it Raz Simone? He's been yeah. handing out AR-15s right, to folks. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before somebody wants to right. pop one off, you know. You know, I'm a – the anarchist side of me really loves it. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, family man, you know, guy on the other side is like, that seems a little extreme, right? <laughs> well, you know? A little bit, but, I mean, what was it? Uh, it seems like just a few years ago there was a a group of white dudes who, like, took over – a nature preserve. Was that Bundy? Was that it was, name? Well, they were. They Five had ties. Bundy? They had ties to the Amon Bundy guys, yeah. the ranchers. Right. Remember, they staged a protest and they took over yeah. like a nature right center or something. Yeah. And that's true. And and Fox News was all like, "Hey, these guys are just trying to draw attention to this." And you know, yeah, CNN been, was like, "These guys are domestic terrorists." Sure. Right. And now it's complete. Shows on the complete <laughs> other foot. You know. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I think the greatest thing I've seen come out of Chaz is they planted a garden. <laughs> Did you see those pictures? Not farmers. No, definitely not farmers. <laughs> Antifa is much better at lighting fires <laughs> yeah, than like, growing flowers. I was just like, have you guys ever planted a plant in your life? You know, you would think they've grown dope or something, right? You know, I yeah. mean, I, like. Like I, I would think they would at least those skills would translate or something, but maybe everybody there has no experience growing any of their own food. Right. I don't know. But they, I was just like, that ain't going to do it, y'all. Like, I just wanted to go out there and help them. Man, I was watching some uh, some video, and 
I don't know if it's true, but they were talking like this one dude was claiming that uh, they've got an interrogation tent set up. Oh, yeah. Like if you break the rule, if you break their rules yeah. <laughs> and you get in trouble, they take yeah. you to the interrogation tent. Well, it sounds scary. It does. I mean, I guess. Or sexy, depending. <laughs> you know? It could have been on the interrogation methods. I assume they interrogate you, but yeah. I don't. Maybe they just ask you a lot of hard questions. I just thought, that's all they do. I, don't I was know. like, man, I should just fly out there and be like, hey, guys, y'all need me to help y'all with this garden? You know, <laughs> like, I don't want to, you know, whatever else y'all got going on is great. <laughs> what but- if me and you went out there and, and took just a few we took Third Eagle with us. <laughs> no. Third Eagle and his brother. Look. And we tried to set up an autonomous zone within the autonomous zone, like an onion. <laughs> you know? well, we, tried is, to, we, we go to the Chaz, and then we try to set up the Raz or something. <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, it's like, uh, you know, mine and their politics may not be that far off, but as soon as they heard me speak, speak they'd be like, this dude loves Trump. Don't let him in. You know? <laughs> Get the guns. Yeah. I'm like, no, guys, I'm trying to help y'all with your garden. You know? like, no, get this guy out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think we could even make it past their border. You know? Probably not. Which is why they have a border, too. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of. Uh, I guess they're just. But I mean, you think that if they really wanted to stop it, all they'd have to do is cut off the water and the electricity. Yeah, just quit helping them out. But like, oh, you got somebody shot. Sorry. <laughs> You know, but you can't do that. You know, they're but it's just technically yeah. they're citizens and taxpayers like everybody else, so they well, deserve all the services that we all get. I think so, also. But there are those online who would argue: Are they citizens? Or are they have they separ- are, have they seceded? Are, yeah, are they uh, residents of Chaz now? <laughs> well, I just got some news, Chaz. <laughs> the last time some people in our area seceded, well, they pretty much burned everything down. Yes. I mean, just. Old Billy Sherman came through <laughs> and barbecued an entire couple of states, okay? And then so, burned up all the crops yes, right. so, yeah. to, to further the dependence right. that these people would have. And people forget he was uh, president at LSU after all of that. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah, here, just go take over LSU. I saw online where Ulysses S. Grant, he was like the other general. Yeah. He was, and then he was later president. Like, yeah. somebody tore down a... They tore down a Ulysses S. Grant statue. He was the best general the Union had. Who hated the South? Oh, yeah. No, not a fan (laughs) of us at all. Yeah, I saw they they tore down his. Uh, Third Eagle would be very proud that last night they uh, tore down Albert Pike, who's like a big Mason guy. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. um, And they've torn down. Uh, or they defaced uh, this monument in New York that was for like an all black Union mm-hmm. regiment in the Civil War. You know? Oh, I saw that. That the movie Glory was based yeah, on right. it. the fifty fourth regiment. Yeah. So you know, I mean, they're just out going crazy. Yeah. They're not got time to read all the plaques or anything. <laughs> you know? I also saw that there was a petition to take down a Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. In, right. Is it Baltimore? Yes. Yeah. Which no, if you it look Boston, at Boston, wasn't it? It's it Boston. Boston. Yeah, you look at the statue. Gotta say, they kind of make some points. <laughs> kind of got well, a little bit of a point there. Boston is uh, notoriously racist, right? <laughs> People forget that they were having trouble segregating schools well into the seventies up in, or desegregating schools well up into the seventies. I didn't up know there. that. Oh yeah, I, I don't know a lot about. I've never been to Boston. I, so I don't Boston know. is like notoriously racist. Okay, yeah, so. 
no offense to my boss friends or anything, but uh, I will. Basically, what we're trying to say is here, what about Boston? <laughs> Everyone looking at the South, what about them? I'll say this. <laughs> what about these guys? What about those people? I had a friend who lived in Boston for a while. A guy I grew up with, a great guy. Him and his wife lived up there. And uh, we all got together to go to a concert in Atlanta on New Year's one time. And mm-hmm. he brought some people down from Boston, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, after the concert, you know, we've all probably had a few beers or other stuff, and we uh, were sitting around in the hotel, and one of the guys from Boston who wore like a five-finger death punch okay. motorcycle jacket to a <laughs> hippy-dippy show, anyways, <laughs> yeah. was sitting by me, and he was like, uh, hey, man, uh, I get why you guys are so racist down here. And oh, I was like, no. hey, bud, uh, I don't I don't think you're talking to the right dude, you know? And he's like... No, no, man. Uh, the black people are different down here. And I was like, uh, no. You mean they're nicer? <laughs> He's like, no, man, they just, uh, they all, they all the time, uh, they're just doing everything and running everything. And I'm like, uh, hey, man, uh, we're in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, this is, I mean, they they pretty much run everything. This is like, like we're in a society where this is how it works, you know? (laughs) And it like blew his mind. He was like, oh, he's telling me I couldn't go up this aisle to go to the bathroom. I was like, yeah, man, he was an usher. You know, he was telling you to get out of the aisle because you couldn't block the aisle with your biker jacket on, you know? Like, he wouldn't be a racist towards you or anything. And it blew his mind. It was like yeah. he couldn't conceive it, you know? And I was like, dude, you're from the north, you know? Yeah. But he was We're not, supposed to be this this yeah, is supposed like, to be this the opposite. You should be backwards. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I sound like a redneck from Alabama and you have a Boston accent, you know? But it blew his mind. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm on a, what the hell? I went to the gas station and she was rude to me. I was like, yeah, man, she probably had a bad day because she works in a gas station, you know? <laughs> yeah. This is wild. No, and she's making minimum wage probably. Yeah, right. And she's got a bunch of drunk hippies in there trying to get something to drink on their way back to And she's hotel. working the late shift. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I got an attitude. I'm like, no, they don't. They're normal <laughs> people, just like you and I. Oh, great. It's a very eye-opening conversation. Huh. I wonder what that dude's doing now. Probably being racist. You know what white people and black people both like? That's right. That's a great one. Yeah. You know what brings all races together, Tiny? World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. White people, black people, Cajun people, Indian, Native American, Asian, everybody loves world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. And we want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to go burn a cop car in Philadelphia uh, and Don't. make it memorable, <laughs> but <laughs> whip up a batch of your own homemade potato chips, sprinkle your Cajun curl spice on it. I guarantee an FBI agent won't track you down if you let him have some. So yeah. uh, I just want to think they about may go that. easy on you. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're not going to get 80 years in prison for doing that. 
On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10, that's EOP and the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, once again, let's go to the phones. As always, our first voicemail comes from Jacqueline. Oh, hey guys, it's Jacqueline. Uh, something I've always wanted to ask and I keep forgetting, so I made a note to do it this time. Who is the voice at the end of your show that says, this is a very odd production, thanks for listening, because it's clearly a child and I am assuming not Kevin. So I'm just curious who that is. That's always kind of intrigued me. Newsflash, that is Kevin. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> that is my daughter, Libby, and uh, future movie star. She's something else. That's all I'll say. Yes. She's something else. But yes, we got her to do that, and she's done it. Every once in a while, Tiny will throw uh, his Eli, kids, on there. Eli yeah. in there, too. Yeah. Every now and again. Yeah. Libby has a better cadence than Eli, I believe. <laughs> if you check out our Instagram, underscore Earth Oddity, there is a video of Libby saying it. In, on our Instagram page. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. How about that? I'm pretty certain there is. Now I may have just lied. <laughs> it's not on your personal? It's not on mine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, the audio is from Bunch of Radiant Machine Debate. I don't think I was going to stand on Traeger, but I mean, anyway, John, you're right. Radiant Machine is better, period. Um, and you have to have an opinion. Some people like audio story better, and most people need better taste in music. Um, and I'm kidding. This is all this is all satire. Sure. Uh, Jacqueline's laughing at a guy who shot himself, just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. Um, when you guys were talking about the treasure the whole time, I kept saying, are they going to talk about Oak Island? Are they going to talk about Oak Island? Because uh, Oak Island is in Nova Scotia, uh, as am I, and uh, I'm going to show up the rest of my house. So, when all the COVID crap is over and everybody can travel again, I invite all of y'all Americans to come up and stay with me and we can all go visit Oak Island and look for the non-existent treasure that everyone in Nova Scotia knows is non-existent and is just a tourist trap. Uh, the thing about, uh, oh, the chase from um, the Paw Patrol. So I do have uh, a close family member who has children of uh, that age that like Paw Patrol. And he had mentioned to me that they're actually in the works of changing Chase maybe because they keep referring to him a lot as Spy Chase now. So uh-huh. they may be trying to change his identity from a cop to a spy. I think the big problem is his name is Chase. Uh, not a great name in this particular climate. So maybe uh, they kill off Chase and replace him with his son. Uh, you know, maybe like Hope the dog or something or change. What about Chance? <laughs> Chance, that's not bad. Gave him a, he, he used to justice. be. <laughs> justice. Yeah, justice. I was thinking make him like a, a dog from the pound and they're giving him a second chance. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. How do you kill oh, off a, a cartoon <laughs> character dog without traumatizing millions of kids? With a cartoon gun. 
But oh, I wait, know. you said traumatized like, without traumatizing. I watched Old Yeller in like second grade mm-hmm. in school, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what a wild move. I did too. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's uh, part of the reason I am so heartless and cold today. That's right. You made me into the man it's I am. Like, sometimes you got to kill the family pet. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I was like way too young. I watched that second grade. I vividly remember it. Because not only in second grade did I watch that traumatizing movie where it just pulls at your heartstrings and makes you cry. My brother also died. So, yeah. yeah. Wild movie. Wild year for me, by the way. I learned that the earth was not fair then. Right. Yeah. Anyways. You know, I wanted to make another joke, but after that one, I just don't want well, to. I was gonna, I wasn't a comment to Jacqueline. Uh, she used probably the most unnatural y'all I've ever heard <laughs> in my life to just then. So let's finish her call. The last little bit about um, the bar and the church uh, that you're talking about, where church became a bar. I mean, Catholics have been doing this for years. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we have one uh, in the service. Uh, really, I think if you ever want to, you know, hang out at a Catholic church, you know, it, it might as well just be a bar anyway. And I'm saying that to convert people. <laughs> anyway, uh, again, great show. Love you all. Talk to you later. Bye. Yes, and I will say definitively. Libby is on our Instagram page. Okay. Yeah. So you can check her out. Uh, we got another message from Nathan. Okay. Hey, this is Nathan. Um, I'm just saying that your best episodes were probably in the 50s and 60s. That's what I think. Maybe laugh the hardest. And what else? Said? Well, I don't think I have anything else to say. So, bye. <laughs> thanks, Nathan. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> glad you enjoyed our past work. <laughs> yeah, I'm, my favorite episode is episode seven. So <laughs> yeah. that's the Chinese funeral dancer one. <laughs> that one by was the way, good. that's that is the best to me. The best story we ever did. Uh, and then Nathan called back. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, want to know something cool? Um, I have a cousin that. Uh, professional basketball player for the Miami Heat. His name is Myers Leonard. He's like seven feet tall. I think I may have accidentally cut off my first call on accident. So I'm just recalling to check. Okay, well, bye. Well, All right. Pretty cool. AKA the hammer. Yes, I'm familiar. Yeah. I Googled him after I got that voicemail. <laughs> We need to get Miles Leonard's an Earth Oddity sticker for his water bottle or something. And <laughs> yeah. See if maybe he'll give us some pub. Well, I actually text Nathan after we got that call. Oh, yeah? And uh, he says he's never met him before. It's a distant relationship. Okay. All right. So. Okay. Uh, you know, cool. Hey, yes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not related to any NBA players. No. Me either. Yeah. That I'm aware of. Yeah, no. I, I might be related to Michael Jordan. I've just never met him before. <laughs> and then we got a uh, we got a call from a long lost listener we hadn't heard from in a while. Well, hello, boys. This is Kimberly from Duncan, Oklahoma. Sure, you guys remind could remember me, hopefully. But if not, here I am calling you guys again. It's been a long time. Just want to let you know, I still love the podcast. It's still cracking me up. Up the great content, up the great humor, because God knows we all need a good laugh. And I have to say, the Crystal Method is a fantastic name. And 
who cares about scientifically? It's a fantastic way to say scientific. Anyway, you guys are fantastical. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Kimmy. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm, first of all, good to hear from Kimmy. I know. I, I got heard her from you in a while. And it's good to hear from you. Facebook interaction yes. from her today. All right. Yeah. So I, I thought she something happened to her. Uh-huh. You know? I'll. I, I, mean, I will never check, so I'm, I'm a horrible friend, by the way, <laughs> just so everybody knows. So. Yes. But yeah, we hadn't heard anything in a while. Glad she's still going out there in Oklahoma. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any new reviews, so if there's anyone listening to this who hasn't left a review, who uses some type of app that takes reviews and or would like to go to podchaser.com, Ooh. And leave us a review on Podchaser. Uh, we'll read it next week, and you can say anything. You could write John poetry. Yeah, you could trash us. You could tell <laughs> us that our episodes in the 50s and 60s were way better than what we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take it all. And don't forget about the website, www.talktotransformer.com, <laughs> where you just simply type a line, and a computer AI will... Write the rest of the review for you. That's right. Yeah. And it'll be hilarious. It yeah. won't make it'll make very little sense. Yeah. But you know what? I've I've churned out tons of junk reviews for other podcasts <laughs> that I listen to doing that. So <laughs> I haven't done that, but <laughs> it's uh, certainly an option. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so uh leave us a review, please. Goodness gracious. We had that one in like two months, guys. <laughs> There's gotta be somebody out there that can leave us a review. You know? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take that much time. Maybe we've just uh, we've just got to grow the audience. I guess so. Yeah. Which reminds me, all everyone and that listens to this is tell a friend about us. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can grow the audience and find a place with some air conditioning to record in. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> it's so hot. You don't know what Tiny and I went through. And we can't turn on a fan because right. that ruins the audio. That's right. So here so. we are sweating in the attic. Yes, we are. <laughs> There's uh, this dude, Richard Simmons, over in the corner. Will not, will not shut up. Will not leave me alone. <laughs> I keep telling him I don't want to be healthy. Okay, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if you're one of those people who just can't tell your friends about the show, and you just want to take your little light and hide it under a basket and not share it with anyone. <laughs> One thing you can do is you can give us money. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you can yeah. go to www.patreon.com slash earth oddity. We have several different tiers there, but if you sign up on the $5 tier, you get an extended show every single week. And once a month, you get an all exclusive patrons only episode. Yep. That's right. And I would love to thank every single one of our patrons, but I would like to give a special shout out to our $10 and above patrons. They are Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mick Will, Jackie B., Chris Tipton, Derek Reeves, Daniel Hendrick, Todd Glover, Tyler Bond, Thomas Williams, Sherry Heron, James White, and the Dapper Man Reviews. Okay. Thank you all so much. Did you say Thomas Williams? I did. Wow. Okay. <laughs> if it's the same Thomas I know, wow. What is up, Thomas? I didn't know you listened. Okay. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure because I I, I scoped him out on Facebook. And All right. We're I saw friends. that we had a mutual friend in you. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. Thomas and I have been friends for forever. <laughs> we worked at, at Roly Poly together. 
He's an awesome dude. Well, he obviously he yeah. donates to our Patreon. Great. <laughs> Hope he enjoys his Cajun curl. Yes. For the month of June, which, hey. Running out. We're running out of time. We've got up. just next week and maybe a little bit yeah. the week after that. But for the month of June, if you sign up at the $10 or above tier, not only do you get all the extra content, not only do you get a sticker, but you also get a can of Cajun Curl Spice sent to you. Golly, what a deal. Yeah, what a deal. What a deal. What a deal. Yeah. So, once again, that is patreon.com slash Oddity. Great. Uh, you got anything else? Nope. Uh, what just, we got coming up in the Patreon section? Uh, I have a story about New Zealand doing a public service announcement. We're huge in New Zealand, too. People <laughs> we forget. We are. <laughs> you know, they love us down there in Auckland. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to talk about that. And uh, I think you have another sexy story <laughs> to tell. I have a story about a defense that okay. is potentially going to be banned in the United Kingdom. All right. Referred to as the rough sex defense. All right. So that's disappointing to hear. You know what they say about the the best rough sex defense is a rough sex offense. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I like it. Well you got anything else? Nope. Nope. I, I love everybody. I hope y'all have a great week. I hope all the dads out there had a great Father's Day. Yeah. Toughest job in the world that's not being a mom is being a dad right Mm -hmm. really not either one of those are the toughest jobs in the world but we like to act like they are right there are people out there like welding underwater and stuff which Mm -hmm. is way tougher than i thought the toughest job (laughs) the toughest job was uh being a teacher oh well teachers will tell you that and being an essential worker (laughs) during the covid outbreak i don't want to get in trouble here But the number one profession I've seen for patting themselves on the back has got to be teachers, okay? <laughs> they love to pat themselves on the back, all right? And they should. Sure, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, no, no. I'm ready for my kids to go back to school. <laughs> Trust me. I get it. Yeah. But they'll tell you how, how important they are. Yeah. But like, if you can read this, thank a teacher. I'm like, oh, my teachers hated me. You know? <laughs> like, oh, why would I thank them? And they had much reason to. Oh, yeah. I was a horrible kid. I'm a horrible human. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. Everywhere. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Try to find me on Twitter. Bet you, you can't, can't do it, though. I bet you can't. Todd did and yeah. his wife. But they're the only two, I think. Squirrel. One thing that John loves to do. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough of it is yes. post our show art on Instagram. I'm, I'm huge at it. You can check that out, underscore Earth Oddity on Got Instagram. Got one up today. Go there and see my daughter say uh, her little tagline at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And if all of that fails, you can still get in touch with us by leaving us a voicemail. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. That is 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. The show's over. Why are you still with me?